welcome back to Detroit Strange. <laughs> I've learned better than to look at you or doing the 10 second count because I know I will start laughing. <laughs> That's fair. And just, then we'll have to redo it. Just so other people know, we, we try to capture background noise in the first 10 seconds. But yeah, that's Jess over there. That's Alex over there. I'm trying to be better about remembering that. Yeah, we've definitely forgotten um, a lot most but, of the time. You know, again, I think people know our name is on the mm-hmm. on the thing. Well, the thing is, I'm also really bad at introductions in real life. Same. I'm actively trying to get better at it, but I'm also not improving that much. Same. I like it's one of those things like, oh, yeah, I should do better about, but make no effort to do so. I think about it sometimes. And that's half the battle. Yep. (laughs) Anyway, how are you? Pretty good. I fell back into Minecraft real hard. Yeah. Yeah, I like got a realm, which is like a private server. I don't know what that means. Is it It a raspberry? I've heard of raspberries. Raspberries? Yeah. Like the raspberry pie? Yeah. Okay, no, it's just like a private (laughs) server. So you don't have to play Minecraft all those damn tweens. I mean, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my life now. Okay. That's... Living life one block at a time. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you ever need anything, I'm here for you. <laughs> Clearly the dating apps are going well. <laughs> I'm spending my time in Minecraft. I mean, same, except for the Minecraft. Yeah, I'll part. get you into Minecraft. Mm, I think I'm good. Okay. I will just keep re-diving into the same television shows and... Terrible movies. I, that's the thing. You can watch TV and play Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I think I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Well, what, have you, what have you been up to besides not Minecraft? Oh, that's such a good question. Did some improv on Thursday. Nice. Yeah, it was really fun. It's one of my favorite like improv uh, shows in a while. So that was a nice win. Yeah. Went to work. A couple of my friends from high school came over last night, which was a fun little oh, nice. gathering. Yes. Not of the Juggalos, just high school friends. Yeah, no Juggalos. They would have liked that comment. I'm glad they would have. Them. Yes. Got Juggalos on the brain because that Thursday Night Live this week, Hot Taylor Buffet, mm-hmm. who is fabulous, played his character Freshness the Juggalo. That's wonderful. Uh, I still laugh about it <laughs> days later. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, I don't I don't have anything going on right now. I feel like that's just the time of the year. It's kind of just like, ooh, new year, new me is worn off. And now it's just mm-hmm. like, nope, I'm still the same me. It's the year has changed. I have not. Yeah. I mean, the biggest change this week is uh, the monthly show that I help produce, Steve Bunny Presents. Uh-huh. Uh, we are changing venues. Yeah, you told me about that. That's yes. exciting. We're going to be at Bagley Central, which I am excited about. I think it'll actually be pretty cool. Yeah. I should probably go there. Yeah. I've not been in there yet. So we can go together. Yes. That would be delightful. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's cozy. It's cold. It is. Uh, it's cozy, cold weather right now. It is. And do you want to know the reason drinking? why it's great for Minecraft? <laughs> do you want to know what we're drinking? I would love to. We are drinking a poor man's Irish coffee. It is I. delicious. Everything you can find in your house. <laughs> yeah. Or could find. Honestly, I feel like sometimes the be- like necessity is the mother of invention. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, this tastes good. We used, uh, what was it? Bustello instant yeah. espresso coffee. Yeah. Uh, and then there's some Jameson in there. Yes. Irish. 
Uh, and then vanilla ice cream, which in it French vanilla ice French cream. French vanilla ice cream. So this is European, multinational. Ooh, she's different. <laughs> and also really cheap. <laughs> yeah. And made with things you find in cupboards and drawers. That's how I made bruschetta the first time. Like I don't really know what's in bruschetta, but I think this is the things. Tomato, basil, garlic, cheese. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. used shredded mozzarella the first time I made. I've had it without cheese though. Really? Yeah, I mean, I've had, um, j- yeah, just like a tomato. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, on bread. I've had it both. Um, I've had it both ways. I've had it both ways too. Uh, but I've I've definitely had it without too. Little olive oil. I honestly feel then... like no cheese is better than shredded mozzarella. Probably, I'd rather have it with like a mozzarella medallion underneath it. Ooh, mm-hmm. that would be delicious. I love that you use the word mozzarella medallion. <laughs> I'm fancy. You are. When it comes to cheese. Yes. Uh, even though I'm lactose intolerant. That's why you got to be fancy. You got to mm-hmm. know what the good stuff is. Mm-hmm. That's true. No craft singles. No. Although I do have those in the fridge. Really? Yeah. They're not as bad. I mean, there is. It's weird. I don't know. I, like, what do you? I think the only acceptable use of those is grilled cheese. Is that what you use them for? I have or eggs, scrambled eggs. Fair. It kind of makes them just like. Like creamier, I don't I, like that word, but like that's the only thing I can think. Do you put of. it in while you're cooking, or you just slap it on top when you're done? Oh, while you're cooking, because like I like so like my usual like breakfast order at restaurants is uh-huh. like scrambled eggs with cheese, mm-hmm. and like there was one restaurant I think like I can't remember which one it was, but like they would just like take a craft single and slap it on top of the scrambled eggs after they were cooked. No, I would not be okay with that. I would be pulling that off. That's not. It's got to be incorporated yeah. into the, the eggs. Everything scrambled eggs. Anytime you have scrambled eggs, everything else has to be incorporated. Yeah. Into the eggs, they're good with a lot of things. Yeah. Incorporated. Yes. <laughs> and that is my feeling on scrambled eggs. Yes. <laughs> well, since we're cozy. And we've got our cozy drinks. Yes. Do you want to hear a story? Of course. Do you know that there is a body in Capitol Park? I did not. Okay. So Capitol Park, do you know where that is roughly? As soon as you said, I'm like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Because I know, is it in Midtown? Or is it further up? It's downtown. Downtown? Yeah, it's in downtown. Oh, is it the little one by the Gem Theater? Mm, no okay it's the triangle at the intersection of state and griswold okay. um and it was at one point michigan's capital right there like the actual structure was on that property like the so state capital or yeah mm-hmm. oh, interesting yeah the state capital used to be in detroit like originally so, so of them. yeah mm-hmm. uh, actually i was gonna talk about that in a second oh. uh but so it's also like if you know where prime and proper is or canal that really nice french bakery i don't okay we'll go there sometime they have the most Please delicious take me to nice bakeries because i'm tired of everything i went to red robin last weekend i need some class in my life yes you do i'm gonna show you some pictures from this bakery they're oh gosh i can't i can't even describe how beautiful looking they are uh and everything tastes really good too so like, no shade to red robin because campfire sauce but like i know i could do better well, it's also where they sell christmas trees downtown like during the the season okay if you've ever driven by that anyway um it once housed a 60 by 90 foot greek revival building sporting a 140 foot tower until 1893 and that's actually long after the capital had been moved to lansing okay so the structure was there for a while capital moved and then eventually it was torn down in 1837 michigan was a new state and chose its first governor who also happened to be the youngest governor in american history interesting stevens t mason 
Okay. So Stephen C. Mason was the son of an influential politician in Washington who may have swayed Andrew Jackson to appoint the 22-year-old to the position as Michigan governor, well, Michigan Territory governor in 1834. I hope you sing the song Sway to sway him. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure he originated it. (laughs) Um, Rosemary Clooney was a cover. (laughs) So he was dubbed the quote unquote boy governor. Okay. They really stretched far for that nickname. My favorite 80s band. (laughs) That hit me hard. Uh, (laughs) And he basically acted as a 22 year old governor would throwing caution into the wind. Okay. You know, those young whippersnappers always throwing caution into the wind. They throw everything in the wind. Caution, coffee, kites, bagels, everything. (laughs) Because of this, though, he did actually get some large results for the state. Well, for the territory. Okay. Michigan and Ohio were fighting over the Toledo Strip. So basically the land right around the border. Which, like, why? Well, actually, though, it was um, because... It's by water. Gotcha. Yeah. So water was everything, you know, during the water time period. Was everything, honey. Yes, it was. But yeah, now that's how you get things. Yeah. It's by the water. It's the the most effective way. Roads weren't exactly like roads now. Roads not around. <laughs> Railroads deceased. Uh, and both were claiming it as their the Toledo port as theirs basically mm-hmm. at the time because it was so important. Uh, Mason cut a deal with Congress that ended up being a huge win for Michigan. We got the UP, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Ohio could have Toledo if we could get the UP and statehood. Nice. Yeah. So package, large package deal there for Michigan. Yeah. So Michigan becomes a state. By 1837, we were granted statehood under this whole agreement. So he was in office for two years. He renamed, and I'm going to, I'm going to mess this up. Catholipistamiad of University of Michigan. Sure. To University of Michigan and moved it to Ann Arbor. A great move from the renaming front. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the move front. I mean, it wouldn't be bad in Detroit, but. Yeah. You know, at this point, U of M and Ann Arbor, they're, they're meant for each other. Yeah. He sent geologist Douglas Houghton to the new part of the territory, the UP. And Is that found, we have Houghton, Michigan? I would imagine so. I didn't I can't corroborate that at this point in time, but actually probably because this guy found massive amounts of copper and iron ore, which again, huge win for the state. Both things you can find in Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Only iron. <laughs> Cholera and financial panics ran rampant in 1837 and his popularity diminished with it. So he was soon voted out of office. Because of cholera? Mm-hmm. Well, in financial panics. I think there it was more go. the financial panics. Cholera just also was kind of shitty at the time. Yeah, cholera is no fun. Yeah. I mean, from what I've heard. Yeah, I haven't personally experienced cholera. No. And I don't think I will, knock on no. wood. I mean, I think there's I think we I get a, a, that's fact that's a vaccination. I, I was gonna say, yeah, we get vaccinated for that now because it's um vaccinate your damn kids. Sorry. Affirmed. And he headed to New York and tried to build a law practice. Okay. At 31 years old, Uh so still pretty young, he died from pneumonia in 1843. Damn. Mm -hmm. So initially he was buried in New York for many years. And then Michigan said, no. Give him back. Give us our boy governor's body. So in 1905, so again, we're talking over 50 years later, a large parade was attended by thousands as they marched in the streets while Mason's body was returned to Detroit and buried in Capitol Park, a statue of him marking its location. So his body laid there peacefully for a few decades. But then street redistribution and construction forced the city into digging him up in the 1950s. Okay. So Lansing had their sights on hosting his body since it was now the capital. But Detroit said, "Uh uh-uh, 
He's our boy governor. He's, yes, our boy governor body. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mason was dug up, though. Clutching them bones. Yes. And he was given another funeral and moved across the park to a new spot along with his statue. So right now, his body has been moved like three times. I hope that when I die, people think I was important enough to give me multiple funerals. Just like every like 10 years, let's dig me back up and celebrate me again. I mean, you got to do something. You got to get like some territory or something. Uh, you know, I think it's all it gotten. Out. I'll now, figure though. it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll do something cool. Yeah. What would the 2020 version of new territory be? Colonizing something, the moon, finding a planet. Oh, okay. Taking okay. down Facebook. You hate know. space, though. You can't do shit. <laughs> Maybe I'll just pull an Andrew Ryan and build a city under the ocean. All right. Bioshock reference. Another the, video game. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get it. Um, I think you'd like that one. I don't know. The idea of living under the water scares me. It's a spooky game. It um because it's like it's like this bustling metropolis of like the world's brightest and best underwater, but then like. They found these sea slugs that could mutate the human genetics to make them like super powered, but then everyone went crazy because it fucked their brains up. That terrifies me. Yeah. <laughs> so there was that statue, though, that I mentioned earlier. Uh huh. And it was sculpted by Albert Weiner. And he had statues in DC and Chicago before creating this one. So, you know, prolific sculptor. Yes. And it was created from cannons at uh, Fort Michel Mackinac. Uh huh. Michelle Mackinac. I don't know how you're actually supposed to say it with the Michelle in front of it. Karen D. Karen D. Uh, melted down. Okay. So his statue did move around with him. It is actually still there today, too. And at this point, he has had three funerals. His body has moved three separate times. So in 2010, more renovations happened to Capitol Park and a problem was stumbled upon. But row. No one could find his body. <gasps> it was supposed to be directly under the statue. And they were going to move the statue again uh-huh. and his body again. At this point, they should have just put his bones in the statue. Like, just build a skeleton, cast that in bronze, and then put clothes on it. And put it up there. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So everyone assumed that he was buried uh, right there and where the workers in the 50s had said they placed it. Uh-huh. For a day or so, everyone was stumped as city employees started looking through records just to see, like... Was there a record of him being somewhere else and we were just wrong and all that kind of stuff. But all that was proven was the funeral parlor that had helped perform the move in the 50s had terrible records. So no one knew if they were looking for a coffin or an urn or a cement box. So they didn't even know what he was interned in. Uh Uh, Eventually, though, they found him. Where was he? He was a few feet away from where he was supposed to be. You know, they they would have just like, like, all right, let's just, you know. Dig a little bit like wider of a circle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yet again, his body was dug up. This time they made sure to make better records. He was reburied in a grave. It's the only time they could have just tweeted about it. Oh, they! I think they did. LOL, we put his body here. I, there was tons, tons of news articles when he was missing. Uh-huh. Like when nobody could find his body. Like it was Boy, governor, a big thing. missing. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and they reburied him in a gray metallic coffin set inside a six foot concrete crypt they disinterred his body and moved it a few feet across the park this time when the statue was placed on the top of the grave they went to great great lengths to make sure it was dead center over top of him and they wrote no pun intended so that's pretty much the story of boy governor 
However, and I cannot find an article for the life of me. So if anybody has any information about this, um, I did go on like a haunted history of Detroit tour. Uh-huh. And this this was one of our stops as it is rumored that people often see somebody, a man in older fashion clothing walking through that park. Well, that's just me. Oh, damn it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there is I've heard rumors that there is a ghost around there. I for the life of me could not find anything about this online i want it to be true i we'll hope just go chill there at night one time we easily could yeah it's, it's not, not too far from you right yeah it's close to me and i mean like it's definitely like a part of downtown people are at night yeah so i, I don't know so if you've seen a ghost of jo- steven jo- now i'm mixing up his names george michael <laughs> if you've seen george michael's ghost Boy, George Michael. <laughs> Stevens T. Mason's ghost. I don't there know why I wanted to call him George at all. It makes no sense. But if you've seen him or you know someone who's seen him. Call it. Or you have an Operators EVP of him. By. Yes. But yeah, so that's the body in Capitol Park. That's fun. Because like when you said body in Capitol Park, I'm like, who died? Who was murdered and buried there? Is it Jimmy Hoffa? <laughs> that would have been included in the Hoffa episode. I know. <laughs> I thought maybe this was a new development. That would be very interesting. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, no. It's just the boy governor. Well, that's still exciting. He gave us the UP. Good. Thank you. And statehood. Yeah. I mean, he did some good stuff for being a young whippersnapper. Right. Like when I was 22, I was. Oh, God. I don't know what I was doing. Sorry. Probably playing Minecraft. <laughs> you probably were. Yeah. I, I was playing I was Minecraft doing. and drinking barefoot. I was in art school. At yeah. the University of Michigan. At the University of Michigan. Renamed. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a great story. Yeah. It was interesting. Like I said, I heard about it on that tour and I've thought about it ever since. And I walk by it all the time now because uh-huh. I'm, you know, working downtown at the moment. Yeah. And it's funny. Actually, I was walking by it. The thing that got me to really do this story because I kind of looked it up is I just stopped and stared at the statue and I was like, huh. All Who right. Is she? She's different. Yeah. So I took a photo that I'll probably share. Good. That day. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Boy governor. Fun. <laughs> Are you ready for some two truths and a lie? I am so ready. I uh, feel good. I feel ready. Very happy you messaged me this morning because I definitely 100% use that. So your two truths and a lie about Lily Tomlin. Oh my God. Yeah. I was writing two- future two truths and a lie and they were going to be about Lily but that's okay i have other ones i too. had a feeling that this was going to happen but that's I was why like, i sent you that video because i for those for those of you listening alex loves Cher, and i love sure. lily i mean there's many women i mean i love uh, lily too but like just shares my shares my she's my everything my yeah no, no no i get it i get yeah. it but i sent him a video of lily tomlin on the share show doing a sketch with share playing her character ernestine yes her like one of her two best known characters yeah Ugh, okay. It was so good. I was like, by the like, <laughs> This is funny though, because now I've actually researched her. So I might actually Ooh. know the answer to this. We'll see. All right. So, Lily Tomlin, oh. fact number one, she's been in a movie with Cher. Fact number two, she had a show in Vegas in the 80s. Fact number three, she started her career doing stand up and off Broadway productions. I know number three is true. Okay. The other two are good, though. I did not come across either of these things. So she was either... One, she's been in a movie with Cher. Yeah. And two, she had a show in Vegas in the 80s. Damn it. They could both be so true. 
because she she was doing stand up for so long. She could yeah. have a stand up show. I've never Vegas. actually seen her stand up. I'd be very interested to see it. You know, what? I don't know that I have either. Man, you couldn't have talked about the magic school bus or something. I forgot she was on that. Ah, uh, Miss Frizzle. Ah, oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually saw her. Uh, not like on the street, but like yeah, talking. The uh, Ruth Ellis Center now like gave her an award a couple oh. years ago, and I went to see her receive it. Oh, she's a gem. Okay, which um, the Ruth Ellis Center is a fabulous organization. They might become one of my topics in June. Oh, good. I like yeah. that. Oh, this is tough. I, I I'm just gonna have to roll the dice on this one because you could have changed. Mm, I'm gonna go with the Vegas show. That is the lie, yes. but only the year. That's why I thought it was a lie. Um, <laughs> she had a show in Vegas in 2009. Oh, that's awesome. That's not right that long at the ago. MGM. Yeah. I like, I was surprised by that. I'm like, huh, interesting. Good for her, though. I, she just, she brightens. I love uh, Grace and Frankie so much. Yes. And she brightens my soul. You need to see the movie that has her and Sharon it, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. What is the movie? Tea with Mussolini. Oh, I've heard of that movie. I've never seen it. It's not that, streaming but... anywhere. So I, you have to let, rent it from the library because that's what I do, I think. Okay. It's a very interesting movie. It takes place in like World War II Italy. Okay. Well, makes sense. Like Cher plays this like like fabulous American actress who's like wealthy and like mm-hmm. collects art in Italy. And I don't think she's obnoxious, but like she just she's just being Cher. Mm-hmm. But like she comes Cher being Cher. Yeah. So like it was like all the stuffy English people like, mm, I can't believe her. Uh, but then she ends up saving them in the end. So Fuck you, stuffy English people. Maggie Smith's in it, too. Oh. She plays one of the stuffy English people. Oh, good. Oh. I think Lily, Lily Tomlin actually plays a lesbian in this movie, too. Oh, that's kind of... What year was this movie made? <sighs> Late 90s, I think. Let me see. Okay. It was actually like a really good movie. Mm-hmm. That part of that part of her life is so interesting to me. Because I was reading all these quotes this morning, too, and she was talking about, like, she never, like, hid that or anything. She just didn't, like... It's just like, I feel like there's kind of time back then. You didn't talk about it. You did not talk about it. Yeah. Well, if somebody like directly said something to her, she would never like. That's a movie poster. Okay. Yeah. She never like shied away or anything like that. But she also just didn't, you know, make it a, a thing to talk about, which I mean, again, for the time period makes sense. She was with her partner for 42 years before. I'm glad I didn't use that fact. So I was going to like try and like fudge the years of when she met because they met in 71. I know because. Oh, this is so fun because we've read a lot of the same stuff because she wanted help on uh, her one of her albums, yeah. her EP album yeah, for stand up. And she had uh, seen something else that her wife, Jane, Jane, I think, I think so. Yeah. Jane had worked on and she was like, you want to work with me? And then they fell in love. And that's so beautiful. Right. Oh, love that for them. Oh, I want to follow in their footsteps. Yes. Yay. Thank you for doing one of my favorite people. Oh, my God. No <gasps> problem. Sorry to redo yours now. <laughs> No, like I said, I did a couple. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I had uh, a two and a half in the works. So, okay. So this is helpful. Now I know what I'm going to do. Perfect. For our next episode. Awesome. Yes. So oh. anything that uh, you got coming up? No. <laughs> <laughs> life. No. You've got life. You're living life. If anyone wants to join my Minecraft realm, DM me. <laughs> I got a realm plus please, so I could have as many people. Don't don't encourage don't encourage it. Don't encourage it, please. Please I'll we- never leave my house again. Exactly. Don't encourage <laughs> it. Don't do it. What um, about you? The vagina I, monologues. Yeah, vagina, vagina monologues. monologues are coming up. February 13th. 
I think I said it wrong one time. So it's actually the Emerald Theater. I think I called it a ballroom or something before. Yeah. Uh, it's in Mount Clemens. Tickets are $18 online, presale, 20 and at the door. They support a great organization. And they so support please go. Mm-hmm, Turning Point uh, in Macomb County, which is a really fabulous organization. And the people who work there work very, very hard and, you know, can use any support. Don't take that chip. I know this isn't an ASMR podcast. No, Nobody wants to hear that crunch. No, please, please do not. Eat I did it on a conference call once with broccoli, and I felt very embarrassed. That's because I forgot. Like we have like the weird like ceiling mics. I uh-huh. forgot that people were on the phone. I just like picked up a piece of broccoli and they, <laughs> and I like as soon as I did that, I'm like we're on a conference call. My mm-hmm. coworkers looks at me like Alex. I'm like. I'm sorry, don't provide crunchy food before a conference meeting. And you can't like back out of broccoli. Like that takes a second to chew. Right. You can't just swallow that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a chip. So I was just like, I had to like slowly just like, <laughs> like, I'm like, I, that shit happens to me all the time though. I was in a meeting the other day where like I was trying to adjust the chair and like somehow just like made like a loud click and I fell back and I'm just like, okay, just don't invite me to meetings. I'm not, a, I'm not ready for a professional setting. Just put me in the corner with a switch playing Minecraft and I'll do work eventually. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. Oh, also come to, I'm going to plug again. Go for it. Such a plug whore. Oh, that sounds Heard that about you. <laughs> so February 19th is going to be the first Dusty Bunny Presents at Bagley Central. Ooh, she's different. Yeah, who is she? She's Ooh. Bagley Central. <laughs> and that's what I got. <laughs> it's not that much. I guess since you do that, I'll do the social media plugs. Yeah. It's not too much of a plug whore. Yeah, don't don't encourage me either. Yeah. So make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Detroit Strange, just Detroit Strange on Facebook. And if you want to email us anything, it's at or Detroit Strange at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. See, I remember that one. Uh-huh. Good. Anywhere you listen to podcasts that allow reviews. Also, check out other podcasts on the Planet Ant Podcast Network. There's, of course, there's so many good ones. Yeah, a good variety of them, and we want to support them all. Yeah, but until next time, stay strange. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Our theme song was recorded by Sax and Violence.